Welcome to Outside the Huddle, featuring your host, Lemont Williams. This program is a great resource for players making career transitions, as well as a place to discuss this week's top sports stories. Now, here's your host, Lemont Williams. Welcome back to Outside the Huddle with your host, Lemont Williams, coming to you live from Houston, Texas, on this first Wednesday of September of 2019, September 4th. 2019, I was told today is Beyonce's birthday, and shout out to Beyonce, happy birthday, due to the fact I'm in her hometown, city that I reside in, in Houston, Texas, so happy birthday to Beyonce. Also, payday Wednesday, it seems like everybody in the NFL is getting paid today, starting from Ezekiel Elliott to Jared Goff, hell, Jadavion Clowney got paid over the weekend, he's going to my super producer's team, A-Rod, and we'll break that down a little bit later, probably in the next couple of segments with A-Rod. He's busy back there right now. but And I'm going to kind of give you my picks and predictions later in the show. As week one kicks off Thursday night football with the Bears and the Packers. So with all that being said, I stated that today is Payday Wednesday. Ezekiel Elliott is back with the Dallas Cowboys as he is now the highest-paid running back in the NFL. Ezekiel Elliott signed a six-year deal, $90 million extension with the Dallas Cowboys, giving him $50 million guaranteed. Again, I say $50 million guaranteed. And now he's back and ready to play in week one. A couple things from this deal. One, uh, from a business perspective, the thing that jumps out to me is leverage. Uh, as I get older in life and I'm realizing more and more as an entrepreneur, and I, I realize a lot of business transactions transcend, transcends into life activity, uh, I think about the Ezekiel Elliott uh, situation holdout from this past summer, training camp, or really mini camp, because he did really report training camp to today where he signs his contract extension. And basically, basically he was able to leverage what he had at the time to be able to get a new contract. He knew next year wouldn't have been a good option for him to hold out and try to get more money because, one, his star quarterback at Dak Prescott will be up for his contract renewal. Even though Ezekiel Elliott knew he had two years left on his original deal, for a couple of years left, or a year, or two years, so be it. The fact that he leveraged the opportunity to hold out, a lot of people were probably disgruntled, upset, uh, confused why he would do that. But from a business perspective, it made sense for him and his team. When I say his team, his agent, I'm assuming his dad, his business manager, whoever is consulting him and advising him, gave him some good advice. And it worked out. I mean, a six-year deal, 90 million contract extension, $50 million guarantee. So that's a lot of money to play with uh, if you're a running back at $50 million guarantee. Again, he surpassed Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley, uh, the running back for the L.A. Rams, was the highest-paid running back for a short period of time. Uh, Todd, Todd Gurley, if you remember his contract, average salary was, what, $14.37 million. Uh, but he had a $45 million guarantee in Dak Prescott, um, excuse me, Ezekiel Elliott surpassed that with a $50 million guarantee. Elliott at 24 on the contract until 2020. Uh, total compensation now is now through 2016 
will be more than $100 million. So he's going to be a $100 million man by the time this contract is over if he stays with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys offense now goes from concern to back in contingents of or really uh, in the thick of things of trying to be competitive in the NFC East and also making a push for the playoffs slash Super Bowl. Jerry Jones is a very active and uh, uh, very active and proactive, as well as uh, a forward thinker owner. Uh, he likes to take a lot of chances and risks. You notice that if you know anything about his background and history. But also, Jerry Jones believes in his players, and you could definitely tell that by paying Ezekiel Elliott. This is not the last check that Jerry will have to stroke and pay out to his star players. Uh, Dak Prescott, as I mentioned earlier, will be coming down the pipeline for his pay increase, or and he definitely deserved that. He will get that as the star quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, but I, I, I'm not surprised, but I'm also uh, excited for Ezekiel Elliott. A lot of off-the-field issues plagued him, plagued him in the last couple of years. Uh, to see him uh, be able to get his money despite some of the off-the-field issues uh, speaks volumes that a lot of teams are not turning their back on their star players. Uh, I really think the fact from an offensive playmaking standpoint, he enhances the Dallas Cowboys offense. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, he will open up the running game, which in return will help the passing game for Dak Prescott in their wide receiver core. So he's definitely in shape from what I've seen some of the videos I'm working out. So it seems like in the playbook, for the most part, hasn't really changed other than Jerry, or Jason Garrett. Probably a few added plays here or there, but He's a professional, and this is his full-time job. This is his livelihood, so most likely he will be able to get caught up uh, fast enough to be able to adjust to those plays that's been added in. And I just think offensively the Dallas Cowboys now have one of the top offense in the NFC uh, division. I'm excited to see how this thing plays out as week one kicks off Thursday night. The Cowboys want to say they're playing. Let's see who they're playing. I want to say they're playing the Giants out the gate on Sunday, and it's an afternoon game. So if, if that's the case, then Ezekiel Elliott will definitely be ready and focused and, and ready to lock in on that first matchup against the Giants. I'm trying to pull up the schedule as I mention it right now. But uh, think about the history of, Cow- of Cowboys running backs, Herschel Walker, Tony Dorsett. Uh, Emmitt Smith, how can I forget about Emmitt, you know, Hall of Famer, NFL all-time leading rusher. These guys set the precedent, set the uh, the standard for running backs that come along and play for the Dallas Cowboys. To have those guys come before you, as Zeke Elliott now is being paid as one of the highest-paid running backs in the NFL, it's going to bring a lot of unnecessary pressure. Well, much needed pressure, I guess. He asked for it and he got it. So he's going to get that pressure, not just financially, but also uh, also on the field. I mean, financially, he takes care of now. He's going to have to get that pressure on the field as well by making big plays. Uh, what words does lead the rookie and Tony Pollard? Pollard was very impressive. I mean, that's a good problem to have. You have now, if you're Ezekiel Elliott, you're moving to the, back to the starting spot. And even if you go down or something for unforeseen happens, you have a, back, a quality backup running back in Tony Pollard, who was very impressive in preseason. Jared Jones was impressed. 
so they have a one-two punch to pretty much attack defense here in the 2019 season. So, with all that being said, the Dallas Cowboys had a lot of uh, turmoil as, as well as controversy. Not really controversy, but uh, I can't say all-season all drama. That's how I put it. All-season drama, which always come along with the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, as long as you're playing with the Cowboys, you I mean, I've been in the state of Texas now for about 15 years in the Houston area, and I know uh, anything that was associated with Dallas Cowboys, it comes with drama. I mean, from arguing with fans to seeing off-the-field stuff with the Dallas Cowboys. And, again, kudos to Ezekiel Elliott, kudos to Jerry Jones, kudos to the Dallas Cowboys for wrapping up this deal, making Ezekiel Elliott the highest-paid running back in the NFL going forward. Now, I hear the music playing in the background, so that's telling me one thing. I need to take a break. So let's go ahead and break now. When we come back, talk about another guy that got paid on payday Wednesday, and that's Jared Goff, the starting quarterback for the L.A. Rams. Next on Outside the Huddle with your host, Lemont Williams. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com After years of waiting, there's a radio show for shotgunning enthusiasts worldwide. Tune into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation for the very best in wing and clay shooting talk. Join Marty and his guests as they bring you hunting and shooting information that you can use. So whether you're a beginner or a seasoned pro, this show can be your go-to source for wing and clay shooting information. Listen live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Full on the Voice America Variety Channel. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, the countdown is on to early season whitetail hunting. Listen as the boys and their panel of industry experts talk scouting, trail cameras, food sources, early season tactics, and more. Joining the boys will be Terry Drury of Drury Outdoors, Steve Nessel of Yamaha, and Ford Motor Company's Tom Somerville. The Revolution and its Wild Game Buffet is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're outside the huddle with Lemont Williams. Want a piece of today's action? Call into the show right now at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or you can drop a line to Lemont Williams Sports at yahoo.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Outside the Huddle with your host, Lemont Williams, coming to you live from Houston, Texas, on the First September, uh, first Wednesday in the month of September, September 4th. Again, happy birthday to Beyonce. Today is her birthday. 
in the city of Houston to celebrate for Beyonce. So, that being said, it's also payday Wednesday. Talked about Ezekiel Elliott, the highest paid now, the highest paid running back for the Dallas Cowboys and also in the NFL, getting his six-year contract, six-year extension for $90 million, giving him $50 million guarantee. And now I want to bring in my super producer, A-Rod. He's back and available for the show. So, A-Rod, before we talk about Jared Goff and his contract extension with the L.A. Rams and your conference over there in the NFC West, give me your thoughts and opinions on Ezekiel Elliott. Did the Cowboys get it right by signing him right before week, week one? You know, yeah, they, they they did right by getting him ready, you know, to go into week one, which was perfect timing for when you did need uh, Ezekiel Elliott to, you know, uh, be be your your running back to be moving the stick and you know getting them getting you those yards and everything. Uh, however, I am a, I am very surprised at the fact that you know he was able to get this to happen because you know the Cowboys themselves they, they they've been holding out money for for a while and especially he's not the only one to ask you know the Cowboys to like pay him just a little bit more and you know I'm glad for him that he was able to get it done and you know I was really surprised I didn't think that it would go through I was I was. Looking to see Ezekiel, you know, being traded off to another team that might pay him just a little bit more of what he wants, and I don't know. I, I'm really surprised, and it's good for him. You know, it, it shows that you know a, a player of his status can definitely get something, you know, changed for for what he wants. And you know, it's really can he can he back it up? You know, can he hold up the contract? You know, can he withstand these next six years? You know, the money is always good and all, but you know, after a while, you know, your body just can't take take the hits and stuff. And you know, I I feel like you know he probably won't have that good long run of the six years um it's definitely i'm, I'm uh, well you know I, i'm expecting to see what, what will happen with like how he's going to be dealing with you know as the years go on and i, I don't know I'm, I'm glad i'm happy that he was able to get it you know and he's now the highest paid running back and kudos to him uh we'll just see if he can get it done and, and you know hold give the cowboys a chance to get into the, the finals or you know get a championship yeah absolutely I, i'm i was surprised not surprised i was uh, excited the fact that Ezekiel L.A. had a chance to leverage the opportunity to get more money. He took advantage of that, and he got paid. So I think that sets the table going forward for a lot of the young players and let them know that, hey, uh, you can go ahead and just sit out and do a whole out and still get paid and not really lose uh, the integrity of your, of your ability to perform on the field. You know, I know a lot of people were wondering why why did Ezekiel Elliott hold out with years remaining on his contract, but it's all about timing, and he took advantage of that timing uh, this all season. He got paid for it. So, outstanding job for the Cowboys for signing him, an outstanding job, or his extension, and outstanding for Ezekiel Elliott to make his push and get his money. So, I'm all about the players getting their money, so let's go ahead and do that. Speaking of players getting their money, Jared Goff got paid, man. Now, did he get paid? He got Four-year contract extension through 2020 season. The Rams announced today uh, the extension is worth 134 million. Let me repeat that: it's worth 134 million, including an NFL record of 110, 110 million guaranteed. So, a Rod, you've seen a lot. You see a lot of Jerry Goff because he plays your team in the Seattle Seahawks, and he's out there in the NFC West. Now, did the Rams get it right by paying Jared Goff? $134 million with a $110 million guaranteed signing bonus? Yeah, I think they did good on that too as well. You know, uh, this, this goes to show, you know, uh, people of, of their stature, you know, they can get they can get the job done and, you know, get paid. 
Uh, definitely, it was a real good, smart move. You know, he, he definitely did help out the Rams a lot last year. Um, he definitely got them all the way almost close to a final. And, you know, he, he's definitely that quarterback that's going to be able to help them, you know, leverage them uh, having a better chance of getting in, in, into the championship and, you know, getting up there to be one of the best teams like how they were last year. I mean, little hiccups here and there. But you know, I, I think it was a good it was a good it was a good deal. I mean, the, with the the Rams, you know, not having a a quarterback you know, before, and you know, now seeing that they have potential with Goff, it was a real smart move, and uh, I'm glad to see that you know he was able to get it done, and they were able to pay him. However, that money though, woo, that's a lot of money. <laughs> man, that's a lot, man. One ten, some you know. To be honest with you, some of this stuff I wouldn't even put out there to the BDI. I mean, I would have the team say he signed a four-year contract extension with a, for an undisclosed amount. I wouldn't even. Now it's hard for him to walk down the street. People can read, man, you got paid $110 million in guarantee. I need, a, I need some money. Yeah, I, you know, I, I've, like, always, I've always laughed about that, too, when, when, when they tell people about what, what player got paid what. It's just like, you know, you're kind of setting them up to, like, you know, get, get yeah. robbed or something. Or you, We know exactly how much they're making, and it's just like, all right. I just get robbed or get, get <laughs> scammed and everything. Yeah, it, it, it like I don't know. It like puts you out there to be like I don't know a target for something. But you know, hey, kudos. At least we know how much you're getting paid. Man, I just I always try to keep that information private, but as much as possible. I mean, bad enough he's playing in the NFL and he's a star quarterback with the LA Rams. I mean, just imagine being a star quarterback in LA. You know, it's like. It's hard for you to move around anyway, but now you got a hundred and ten million dollar well hundred excuse me, a hundred and thirty four million dollar contract on your back. It's hard for people it's hard for you to trust people now because everyone you might think everyone's after your money. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jared Golf though, he led the Rams to the Super Bowl and uh he fits their system. I saw something early on T V that was asking if he's a systematic quarterback or if you're a system quarterback only for the Rams, if, if you can plug him somewhere else. And one of the guys on the TV made a good point. He said he's a system quarterback that fits their system, which in return, the reason why he got paid. Why should he care or be concerned about everybody else's system when he only plays for one team? <laughs> and it makes sense. It's like he, he only it's like Tom Brady. He only needs to fit one system. That's New England. Like, who cares if he doesn't fit the Redskins system or the Texas system, or like your buddy over there and uh, Russell Wilson. As long as he fits the system with with uh, Pete Carroll, who really cares if he fits the Arizona system? Because <laughs> that's all it is. I mean, you find a quarterback needs to find a system that highlights his pluses and, and, minim- and minimizes his minuses, then he's going to be successful. So, uh, good job by the Rams, man. That's a nice job by the Rams to be able to lock in their quarterback. Uh, it's a quarterback-driven league, man. No doubt about that in the NFL. Hey, Ryan, you know this like I know it. It's a quarterback-driven league. And, uh, early this year, Russell Wilson got taken care of during the draft week or the month of the draft. Now you're seeing Jared Goff getting taken care of right before week one or during week one. So you got to take care of your quarterbacks, man. In order for you to be successful or win in the NFL, if you don't have consistent quarterback play, you're going to look like the Jacksonville Jaguars or or the Miami Dolphins, or the Buffalo Bills. You know, I, I wasn't say Cleveland, but Cleveland. I think now they finally found their quarterback and uh, Baker Mayfield. But what I'm saying is, my point is, once you find your guy and you know that's your guy, you gotta lock him in. Because if not, 
you'll be you'll be ch- ch- chasing that draft draft pick rat race for the next three to four years, looking for the next the next star coming out of college. So I mean, look at Baltimore. They they drafted Lamar Jackson, the last pick of the first round. Now he's their starting quarterback over Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is no longer with the Buffalo under Baltimore Ravens, and he led them to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it just goes to show they you put in that hard work, you know, and you definitely, you know, have that hunger to be the best, you know, you you, you get it, you earn it, <laughs> and that's what they did. Yeah, kudos to them. Speaking of somebody that gets something that they earn and want, your boy over there, Jadavion uh, uh, Clown, J.D., signs with, well, was traded, really. He was traded to the Seattle Seahawks, and Jadavion Clown had a holdout himself. Again, payday. Not really payday Wednesday for him, but payday this past weekend, Labor Day payday for him because he was traded to Seattle. And A Rod, that's your favorite team, the Seattle Seahawks. Now, I know you felt like Seattle got it right by picking up Jadavion Clown. That's a silly question to ask. But my next question is to you is, or the question I'm trying to ask you is, how was Jadavion Clowney enhance the Seattle Seahawks defense going for? You know, he, he's definitely going to be a big asset. You know, he, he's, he, he, what can I say? I mean, he's a really good defensive end. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, you yeah. know, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to definitely improve our defense. And our defense has been, you know, they've been known for, you know, being powerful and strong. And we had the Legion of Boom before, you know. With him being added on, you know, that just makes it more of a threat to be looking out for, for Seattle's defense. And, you know, you got to be careful because he's definitely going to come in for the sacks and all that. He's going to be pressuring the offense a lot. And, you know, uh I see, his, I see a good fit in that. I, I, I have no question about it that he's going to do a really good job in his position, and he's definitely going to give our defense a much more better uh, edge at you know being the defense that we're known for. Yeah, man. Yeah, I just, I just think that the Texans lost, gave up a big, get a, a huge gym there. They should have just paid the guy in Jadavion County and kept him. But in return, one man's treasure is another man. I mean, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Exactly. And treasure right now for Seattle Seahawks. And, and J.D., I haven't watched him since he came in the league. He hasn't even scratched the surface, man. This guy's explosive. Coming out the outside edge. Uh, can play, put his hand in the dirt, stand up. Uh, I really believe he's going to uh, get to that all-pro, you know, that, that J.J. Watt level. Now that he's by himself, he doesn't have to share sacks or doesn't feel like he has to compete with J.J. Watt. He could be his old man in Seattle. And the sky's the limit for, for J.D., man, uh, for Jadavion Clowney. I'm really excited to see him blossom on the NFC West. Different conference, I mean, different division, different type of competition compared to the AFC South. And uh, Seattle got a really good player, in my opinion, Jadavion Clowney. Oh yeah, definitely, right. definitely well, a big no. win for us, and I, I, I could not be any more happier than having a, a defensive end like him. And I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. how it's going to be this first, this, this, this first week. And you know, I, I feel the Seahawks are going to do really well. Yeah, man, it's going to be exciting to see him blossom and do his thing for the Seattle Seahawks. Now, on the flip side, the Houston Texans defense take a hit, in my opinion, uh, and they seem like they're desperate to make a push deep in the playoffs for a Super Bowl run uh, for some of the off-field. I mean, uh, last weekend transactions, and I hope I have enough time before we take a break. But we just talked about J.D. getting traded to 
Seattle Seahawks and Jadavion Clowney. The Texans also acquire Carlos Hyde. He's a running back from the Cleveland, Cleveland, uh, from the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, he's going to fill in the gaps for Lamar Miller, who turned, he tore his ACL, uh, against the Dallas Cowboys in the preseason game. So Carlos Hyde, you might remember him from the Ohio State Buckeyes. Now he's with the Houston Texans going to have a running game by committee. It seems like the Texans are going to try to get everybody, anybody, the opportunity to be able to fill that hole for Lamar Miller. Also, they traded the Miami Dolphins at Kenny Stills, got off tackle. Uh, Kenny Stills is a wide receiver, so that's going to help uh, with the Texans on the front side. Uh, well, Kenny Stills is going to help in the wide receiver position, kind of takes the pressure off DeAndre Hopkins. Hey, man, it's time to take a break. I was just about to get into the groove, too. All right, guys, let's go and take a break. When we come back, we'll pick up some more and talk about the Texans. Then we're going to give our picks and predictions on week one of the NFL. Next, on Outside the Huddle with your host, Lee Monsley. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune into All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Mondays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Variety channel now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop take voice america on the go and listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market the internet's number one talk station number one talk station VoiceAmerica.com. You're outside the huddle with Lemont Williams. Want a piece of today's action? Call into the show right now at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or you can drop a line to Lemont Williams Sports at yahoo.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Outside the Huddle with your host, Lemont Williams, coming to you live from Houston, Texas. On September the 4th, first Wednesday of the month of September. Great show thus far. Had a lot of talk about Payday Wednesday with Ezekiel Elliott getting his contract extension. We talked about that at 
segment one, where I talked about it, then I had my super producer, A-Rod, chime in in the second segment. Then we segue over to Jared Goff in this contract extension with the L.A. Rams, and we talked about the trade between the Texans and the Seattle Seahawks sending Jadavion Clowney to the NFC West with the Seattle Seahawks. So now I'm going back to the Texans, talk about some guys they picked up, and Tunzel, as well as Kenny Stills, Tunzel, the offensive lineman, left tackle, is going to shore up the backside for Stavion Clowney, excuse me, for uh, Deshaun Watson. Watson is the dual-threat quarterback, star quarterback for the Texans. They want to keep upright. Uh, Watson was sacked 62 times last year, so it's important that Tunzel comes in and step up. What, what piques my interest is the fact that the Texans uh, drafted an old tackle and Titus Howard apparently is not panning out in order for them to make that trade. They're going to have Tunzel come in. And Howard looks like to me he's going to play majority guard than he is going to play tackle. But neither less than me. At the end of the day, the Texans need, uh, need a, a left tackle. And Tunzel is going to be that guy for them. Uh, will he be able to help out in a way? Yes. Uh, you know, with his size, his ability to be able to, at 6'5", uh, 313, you know, have the long reach, uh, really good strong punch, I really think that's going to work for the Texans. It's uh, to protect Deshaun Watson going forward. Watson showed us during training camp that he's really uh, ready to go, feeling, you know, very confident in the ability to throw the football down the field to DeAndre Hopkins. Will Fuller is back. Uh, yeah, Kiki QT, uh, he's back as well. So the Texans got a lot of good offensive weapons uh, that they can go to. Uh, as well as some tight ends, I like Jordan Atkins. He did a really good job in the uh, preseason this year. Defensively, the Texans still have that 3-4 base front. J.J. Watt left defensive end. Then you have Reader at the nose guard. And Blackson at the right defensive end replacing uh, Jadavion Clowney. Whitney Merciless is the guy right here at the weak side linebacker who really has big shoes to fill, uh, well, as far as expectations. Uh, he's been a starter since he's been drafted, but as far as expectations, uh, a lot of people don't have a lot of things riding on Whitney Mercer's and stuff would bring that much-needed pressure without Jadavion Clowney now on the roster. Uh, Texas also talks about bringing in Carlos Hyde, played with the – he's a young man that played with the Ohio State Buckeyes, Kansas City Chiefs. Now he's uh, playing backup role for the Houston Texans. I'm trying to think, who else am I missing? at the Texas draft this past weekend. Just felt like they was all over the news making aggressive plays and grabbing players. So they could uh make a push for the playoffs as well as the uh the Super Bowl now that Andrew Luck is no longer in the Indianapolis Coast is pretty much no longer the front runners for the AFC South division. Uh without Andrew Luck and Brandon quarterback and uh Jacoby for set, a lot of players really don't know, or well, a lot of, you know, I guess experts really don't know how the coach is going to play this year without Andrew Luck. 
Let's see here. That's pretty much it for the Texans. Uh, they play Monday night. They kick off their season on the road against Seattle. I mean, against uh, New Orleans Saints. It'll be a hostile environment. And the uh, Mercedes being super down. And it's going to be a fun game to watch. It's going to definitely be a fun game to watch seeing the Texans with a new revamp, revised offense going against Drew Brees and uh, New Orleans Saints Monday night. So sticking with that theme, Monday night football is a doubleheader. Texans plays first, 6, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, and here's the thing. Man, it's with so many adjustments going on right now for the Houston Texans offensively, and everything seems like it's in place for New Orleans. Drew Brees, they're running back. They uh, signed their wide receiver. Can't think of his name, so a new contract extension. Uh, I really want to say the Saints is going to take this. Now, I know you're probably surprised by me saying that, but I really believe the Saints is going to take it due to their home field advantage, due to the week one, uh, and the fact that the Texans are going to have a few kinks. Uh, I just think the Saints is going to win that now, flipping to the Monday night late game, you have the Broncos versus Oakland Raiders. I believe the Broncos is going to get back. You know, with Joe Flacco on the road, I really think they're going to go in and squeeze that game over John Gruden and disgruntled Antonio Brown in the Oakland Raiders offense on that late Monday night game. But that's just my opinion. I want to hear my super producer, A-Rod's opinion. Hey, Rod, who do you think will win that game? The AFC uh, West game out the gate. Got the Denver Broncos versus the Oakland Raiders, the last game on Monday Night Football. You know, I'm going to have to go with the Broncos on this one. I feel like, you know, they're, they're, they're going to get the job done. They, they were definitely doing a good uh, job this preseason with just, you know, their, their sub-team in and not the, not the full roster team, you know. Um, I feel like, you know, they'll, they'll be able to, you know, show the pressure to the Raiders, and the Raiders are definitely going to have to, you know, be ready to respond. And, it's going to be a tough game, but, you know, I've, 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 I'm going to have to bet with the Broncos on this. I don't see the Raiders doing too well. I mean, they, they have a little bit of kinks here and there. they got to work out. And, you know, something about their, their offense, you know, judging from the preseason game when they just played, their offense wasn't really that good. And it's just like it, it seems like they need to work out a few things just, just to be right so that way they, they can be able to be, you know, the, the offense they used to be. But I, I, don't, I don't see them going up that, that good against the Broncos defense and, you know. It's just one of those games where I feel like they're it, they're they're just not going to be fully prepared and yeah, I, like I said, I'm gonna got to go with the Broncos on that one. Okay, what about the Texans versus New Orleans Saints in New Orleans? Like I got to agree with that one too. You know, I got the Saints are definitely going to win that one. You know, judging off how the Texans were playing this last game, definitely some kinks and a lot of things they need need to work out work out on. You know, uh, I, kudos to Webb for you know playing how he played you know he, he definitely was really good this last this last game you know uh, even though he's not the full quarterback uh, definitely got to give him a shout out to that um but yeah I, I i don't know it the with the texans and how they, they've been and them and these these trades and working out you know finding that chemistry for them to be on the same page it, it just really doesn't seem like it's fully there and you know i feel like there's going to be a lot of hiccups here and there and that's going to cost them in this first week but they'll learn a lot Going into the second week, but you know, I, I I don't see them going that well against the Saints, and you know, I'm going to have to go with the Saints in that one. Yeah, I, I just think the Texans are going to find going to make too many mistakes, mental mistakes on the road, and I definitely see uh, the Saints pulling that one out. All right, let's jump back up to the top of the schedule. 
Uh, starting Thursday night football, got Green Bay versus Chicago. Who do you think will win that game and why? Uh, you know, it's a tough one. Um, uh, I'm going to have to go with, you know, with the Green Bay just because the fact that, you know, they got Aaron Rodgers over there. That that, that man is a machine. That that he. He could definitely move the sticks and you know make sure that your defense is you know uh, you know scrambling it around and trying to trying to find you know uh, people to defend and stuff like that. Uh, the Bears, however, you know they they they've been known for having a good defense last year, and you know um, their defense this year seems a little bit more level-headed and a lot you know on the same pa- same page. I do see in this be being a good game to watch. Uh, definitely going to be a lookout for that. But you know going against Aaron Rodgers, I just I'm going to have to go with the Packers on that one. I feel like you know they're going to get the job done. Uh, they're ready, you know, and we'll we'll have to just see. I think I think the Bears will squeeze it out. I hope it hope it doesn't come down to a field goal, but I believe the Bears will squeeze this one out. I think Aaron will be a little rusty due to the fact that he hasn't played any live snaps in preseason game. I know you're probably saying, well, that's not a big deal for a guy like Aaron Rodgers, but to me it is. And if I had to find something to say that's the reason why the Green Bay is going to lose, I'm going to go and use that one and, and go with the Bears. I just think the Bears at home, Khalil Mack, uh, I just think the Bears would get this one. Ah, just found a way to win that one. All right, let's see here. Starting on Sunday games, let's go ahead with Tennessee versus Tennessee visiting on the road to the Cleveland Browns. Who are you going with, a Are you going with uh, Baker Mayfield or are you going with uh, Tennessee Titans? Oh man, you know both these teams have been, you know, up in arms, and with the Browns, you know, rebuilding their whole roster and and coming back with Odell in in his next season, and and uh, Baker Mayfield in it too. Uh, you know, the Browns were definitely a bigger threat last year, and you know this year that they they want to make sure their presence is known, and you know, going against the Texans is definitely a good good way to start off their first week. Uh, this is going to be a, a a a good game, I would say. Uh, Mariota would definitely, you know be on his A game for, for the, with the Titans. And I don't know. I, I think for me, I'm going to have to go with the Browns on this. I think that they, they can do it. Uh, you know, now, now with the added of, you know, Odell Beckham, their, their, you know, their throwing game is definitely going to be a little bit more stronger. Uh, I will say that, um, yeah, it, it's definitely going to be a Browns win on that one. It's going to be a fun game to watch, man. Uh, I'm rooting for, for the Browns. Want to see Baker Mayfield and those guys get off to a fast start and be exciting. They're the most hyped team going into the season. You know, every year it's a hyped team. So this year it's the Cleveland Browns. Uh, at home, week one, I'm going to go ahead and give it to the Browns. Uh, as we segue, well, not segue, as we roll into another commercial break. So stop us take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll pick up the rest of the games for week one on Sunday of the NFL next on Outside the Huddle with your host, Levon Williams. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. 
Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. You're outside the huddle with Lemont Williams. Want a piece of today's action? Call into the show right now at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or you can drop a line to Sports at yahoo.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Outside the Huddle with your host, Lemont Williams, coming to you live from Houston, Texas. September 4th, first Wednesday of the month of September. All right, A-Rod, we're going to continue rolling on with the show, giving our picture predictions of week one of the NFL. We left off on Baltimore and Miami. Who do you think will win this game and why? Oh, man, this that's a, that's a tough one, honestly. You know, I, I have respect for the Ravens, and, you know, uh, the Dolphins, they've improved themselves a lot. And, you know, I, I if I had to do a coin toss on this one, I would definitely have to go for the Ravens. I, I feel like, you know, they, they have the potential to get it done. I think they can. I'm definitely going to have to go with the Ravens on that one. So you think the Ravens are going to pull this one off over the Dolphins? I believe so as well. I don't think the Dolphins right now has really found a true leader at the quarterback position. Uh, I really think they're going to struggle. I'm trying to refresh my computer. I really believe that they're going to struggle at home against the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson and Expecting a huge game out of Lamar Jackson for the Baltimore Ravens. So I agree. I'll go with the Ravens as well. You have Atlanta Falcons traveling to Minnesota and play the Vikings. Who do you think win this game a Oh, that was another good one, too. You know, uh, the Falcons definitely have been good. Uh, the, the Vikings have improved themselves a lot better. They, they, they seem to be on a fast start. I think they're going to come out real strong. Uh, you know, both teams are, are definitely looking good. Uh, if I had to do a coin toss on this one, I'm definitely going to have to probably choose. Uh, I'm probably going to go with the Vikings on that one. Just because I feel like their defense a little bit has a much more aggressiveness to it than you know the Falcons, but you know we'll see. So you think you think the let's see if we go back. You think the Falcons are going to win that? I'm going to go and say the Vikings. No, the Vikings. I think the Vikings. Oh, you got the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think the Vikings are going to pull that one off over Atlanta at home. All right, Buffalo versus the Jets. 
what we gonna what you expect out of seeing uh, Le'Veon Bell in week one? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm seeing a lot out of him. You know, I I, I think that you know, he, with with the talent that he has, you know, he, he's definitely gonna bring a big improvement to, you know, the Jets and everything. And I feel like it's 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 gonna be good. Uh, I'd have to go with the Jets on that just because I feel like they're gonna get it done. <laughs> I have to go with the Jets on that because it's Buffalo. I don't really have too much faith in Buffalo right now, so I'm going with the Jets. You're going with the Jets. JTS. Jets, Jets, Jets. So, Washington Redskins probably play the Philadelphia Eagles. Who do you think will win this game? This is going to be a tough one. Yeah, like I agree with you. This is definitely going to be a good one. Um, Man, I'm going to have to flip a coin on that again. Going to have to go with, you know, I I think the Redskins can get it done. I, I 100% believe that they can. I, they have the potential. Eagles are going to start off a little bit slow. I feel like you know for the Eagles they start off slow in the beginning of their seasons and then as they as they go on they they get a little bit better. I'm just gonna have to go with the Redskins on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a Redskins fan, so I'm gonna have to go with Redskins on this one too. Uh, I think AP is gonna have a big game. Agency, uh, if Case Keenum doesn't fumble the ball and play manageable football, I think the Redskins will win this one. Eagles, I. Uh, Defensively, they're strong. Offensively, I'm still waiting to see what I can see out of them offensively. I mean, they got uh, Jackson back. Action Jackson back, so we'll see how it plays out. Uh, let's see here. Next game, we got L.A. Rams versus the Carolina Panthers. Who do you think will win that game and why? Oh, Rams. I got to go with the Rams on that, you know. I, I feel like with with the Panthers, again, you know, they're one of the, those teams that starts off not that strong in the, on the beginning of the first season. And then as the season progresses, you, know, uh-huh. you start hearing more about them uh, with, with, with the things that they're doing. The Rams, you know, last year they were definitely strong. They were doing really good, you know. They had that hard work. I think they, they're going to take that same mentality from last year, move it into this season as well. And I, I feel like with, with them and who they have and now with the, the new contract deal with Jared Goff, I'm going to have to go with the Rams on that. I think the Rams will win because I don't really know what to expect out of Cam Newton now that he's coming back from that foot injury. Uh, but they're playing at home, so I'm going to go with the Rams over the Carolina Panthers. Kansas City, they high-powered offense. Uh, Malone going to travel to Jacksonville, playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hopefully they can play with this hurricane touching down. Hope everything is okay in Jacksonville. Who do you think will win that game and why? You know, I, I haven't really paid attention too much to the Jaguars and what they've been doing in the preseason. And, you know, like, judging <laughs> They really haven't done anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This is definitely just a quick a quick choice, you know. I, I, I have the Chiefs on that, you know. Yeah, I got the Chiefs, too. I think they'll All get right, down. the Colts. Yeah, the Colts without Aaron Love, Andrew Love, who do you think will win this game over the LA, LA Chargers? Oh, I got to give it to the Chargers, man. The Colts, they've, they've been... They have some bad juju going on over there, and they 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 need to reevaluate <laughs> what they got happening. And I don't think they're they're ready for this this first week. And yeah, definitely the Chargers. I got, that. I got you. I'm gonna go with the Chargers too. Without Andrew Luck, it's gonna be hard for the Colts to get over that hangover right now, especially in Week One. Maybe in Week Three, but not in Week One. All right, Cincinnati will travel and play your team, Seattle Seahawks. I already know who you're going to pick, but I want to ask you anyway. Who do you think won this game and why? Oh man, come on! That's the Seahawks. They're they're going to destroy the, the the Bengals. You know, I kind of feel bad for them because you know they're <laughs> they got to come out ready. They got their defenses has, has to be able to stop the offense. You know, Wilson's going to be moving the sticks a lot. We have a lot of our you know we've improved our team a lot better. We have a lot of 
De defensively too, it's really strong. Without a doubt, our Seahawks are going to get it done. You know, I, I have no doubt, without in a doubt in my mind, that they they're going to be ready for that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, the New York Giants travel to Dallas to play the Cowboys with the new improved offense and splash contract extension running back as Ezekiel Elliott. Who do you think will win this game and why? I think the Cowboys will get it done. You know, now now that they have yeah. Ezekiel back, uh, you know that's brought a little bit more uh, the motivation to the team of uh, having that running back that they know they rely on. With the Giants and what they've done, you know, I I, I don't see them doing too well. You know, they they they've been struggling too as well, especially in this off season. And last year they they just I don't know what happened to them. They just started falling apart. Cowboys for sure. <laughs> I got to give it to them as much as I I want. I would love for the Giants to win. Unfortunately, I don't think they'll get it done. Yeah, Daniel Jones, it won't be long before he'll be playing over Eli, so we'll go with the Cowboys. Uh, Detroit will travel to Arizona and play the Cardinals in your home, New York, Karen City, and the Phoenix. How do you think the rookie will play uh, his first game, week one? You know, man, the Cardinals, I don't know what it, what the Cardinals ha have with them not tackling. I've noticed in this last preseason game, a lot of the defenders were throwing around their bodies, and it just didn't seem like none of them were wrapping up. And it's just like, I don't know what's going on with the Cardinals right now. I just, I don't see the Cardinals really doing too well in that one. You know, as much as I would, I would want them to win that. Lions definitely seem a little bit more improved, much more stronger at the offense now. I don't think the Cardinals will get that done. I'm going to have to get that to the Lions. I'm going to go the opposite way. I think the Cardinals get it done. I think they're going to win at home. I think the momentum, number one draft pick and Kyrie Murray. I mean, Murray, I just think everyone's going to be excited. He's going to. Make mistakes, but it's not going to be that much where they lose the game. I think the Cardinals will win that. All right, last two games. San Francisco will travel and play Tampa Bay. Who do you think will win that game and um, You know, I'm going to have to give that to the Buccaneers. I think they'll get it done. 49ers, uh, you know, for whatever reason, you know, they've been struggling a little bit. Uh, I don't think they're going to come out strong in the week one. Uh, with who they have now, I'm going to have to give that to the Buccaneers. I think, I think they'll have a, a win over that one. Uh, Jameis Winston at home. All right, I'm going to go with Jameis, I guess. All right, last game, Sunday night football, Pittsburgh Steelers travel and play New England Patriots. Who do you think will win that game and why? Oh, man, that's going to be a good game. I, I think the Patriots will win that one, and I think they're going to be ready for week one uh, on this one. They're very consistent for sure, and I, I, just, I see them winning. Yeah, it's going to be a good one, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with New England. However, it's going to be a fight. Pittsburgh. Uh, I think Roethlisberger is going to put us big numbers. Uh, but I'm going to go with New England. As well. All right. Kind of. Yeah, there it is. I was going to say right before the show, wrap up. I want to thank everybody for listening to the show outside the huddle. I want to thank my super producer, A-Rod, for chiming in with his thoughts and, thoughts and opinions. Until we meet next week and kind of talk about breakdown week one and preview week two of the NFL. You guys have a safe week. Thanks for joining Outside the Huddle with Lemont Williams. We're back next week for another live show, Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central, and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Check back with us on the Voice America Sports Channel.